It's uh, it's part two. It's part two. Look, uh, first things first, uh, we had some technical challenges here, and I, I just want to be, give a big shout out, big round of applause to the ad libbing gang. Um, just a, <laughs> another round of applause just for the filler, yeah? <laughs> and um, Rachel is right, I'm a bit of a one trick pony, but what I say in brackets, it's a magnificent trick. You know, I only do one thing, I only do Twitter. I don't know anything about Google Plus. I don't know anything about Snapchat. I don't know anything about Periscope, but I've nailed Twitter. Got some really great slides today that'll really, I hope, get you inspired to up your Twitter game. And if not up your Twitter game, then start on Twitter if you haven't done it. And don't be embarrassed if you haven't, because a lot of people haven't. It's uh, There's about 310 million people on Twitter now as opposed to 1.5 billion people on Facebook. So it's one of those niche areas, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some stats with you today that hopefully will get you very, very excited. I'm gonna go into my slides now, and we're gonna have question time at the end, and I've added some more slides here based on the question we had on, on um, Friday. So this is going to cover some of the questions we had, but I'm very, very open to the idea of any, any questions you have, but we'll leave those to the end. So the really big question here is to tweet or not to tweet. You know, we're really saying now that um, there's about 12 social media sites that you could potentially use to market your business. There's many, many more. I think there's actually 52, but there's 12 main ones. And Twitter is obviously one of those, and so is Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Periscope and Snapchat, and the list goes on and on. And on. But Twitter is unbelievable for a couple of main reasons, which you may not yet have thought of. Uh, I'm going to talk about that in length today, but I want to, uh, first of all, start with the hashtags that we're using for this event. So if you're taking some photos and doing some selfies and sharing uh, the load after this event, to share the, the information and the quotes that you've learnt, I want you to first of all focus on Showcase NZ 2016. That's the generic hashtag we're using for all of the events in this six day period. I'm collating a couple of specialist Twitter related quotes uh, here in Twitter Tips for Tourism, and I've got an ebook about that and a podcast series coming up. And if you want to, please do tag me in any of your photos and I'll retweet you. Um, throughout the course of, of the day. But the one I really want to focus on, these are some photos from Friday I haven't had a chance to put in today's yet. I really want, I really want you to have some fun with this idea. Showcase Selfie NZ. I just made this up today, uh, on Friday. And uh, I want you to just take a selfie with your favourite companion, human or otherwise, <laughs> and try and find a cool backdrop and some funky people to have in the shot and then just tag me, use this hashtag and we'll get a bit of a buzz going. We've already got heaps and heaps and heaps of these, probably about 20 already now and uh, I'm going to keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll collate these tomorrow and, and create a really lovely collage and if you, if you actually tap in on that hashtag today, you'll see what we've done so far. But the real question is, in a busy world, in a busy life, why Twitter? And this is the answer. 310 million people around the world 
use Twitter every month, every month, 310 million active users. Now that's a May figure, that's the latest stats we have about the usage of Twitter. And the, the really key component to remember about Twitter, and this is why I've decided to focus on tourism, is that Twitter is a global village. I'm gonna share some numbers with you today that'll blow your head apart. Uh, today, I'm very, very excited to announce that the tweets that I did this morning in between breakfast and the washing, because it is Sunday after all, uh, reached uh, Korea and Japan. Now, that's really important for New Zealand because those two countries love New Zealand. So our particular tweets that we did today reached several hundreds, probably several hundreds of thousands of people in Korea and Japan. And I'm going to show you exactly how I did that through the course of this hour. And it's all, it's all explained in the, in the e-book and podcast, which I'm going to you know, give away completely free at the end. So the really key component here is where are these people, these 310 million people? Where do they live and what are they doing? Again, this is very, very important for the tourism space. You know, people in New Zealand, I guess, travel to New Zealand or maybe the North Islanders go to the South Island or maybe people from Kaikoura go to Queenstown. But where I think the main thrust, the main focus is, is people coming from overseas when they need a holiday, they want to sample the wonderful newness, the uniqueness that New Zealand has to offer. So these stats here will show you very clearly that the um, countries that are using Twitter, America, 120 million people, 120 million. That's 30 times the population of New Zealand on Twitter every month. Huge market. Brazil, Japan, United Kingdom, Indonesia, India, Mexico, Philippines, Spain, and Canada. That's just the top 10. But I want you to get your head around the fact that Twitter is a global village and that there's very, very good chances that these people need a holiday and they want to come on the Thunderjet or they want to come on, you know, ride the Urnslaw or they want to hang out at the Church of the Good Shepherd. Um, you know, because that's something that they can't do in their own area. So once you get your head around Twitter and the global village, I really want you to play with these numbers. These are the numbers that we're getting for the hashtag Showcase New Zealand 2016. I've been tracking this for a couple of weeks. And so this particular format works on a seven-day cycle. So for the seven days that we, we did this experiment, we reached 4 million people with 100 tweets. I think that's pretty impressive. These are the numbers that I'm getting in the most recent report that I ran, um, the 760 tweets that we're talking about here are not my tweets. These are the collective wisdom of the planet. All the people retweeting me and doing all of these things collectively in a number. We reached 38 countries around the world, 169 cities, and a collective total of 6 million human beings. This is very important. It's a number. It's actual people. And... If you divide 59.7 by 6, it's around about 10. So each of my tweets on my personal account are getting about 10 retweets. Now I'm, now I'm starting to use jargon, and I apologise for that. But the reason I'm doing this is there's a lot of people that I personally know that are not using Twitter, and I, I want to give you some really compelling reasons to start. 
because it is a bit techy to get your head around initially, but once you get your mojo, you can create magic. And if you want to know what site I'm using to do this magic, this particular site, Tweeps Map, Tweeps are peeps that are following you on Twitter, tweepsmap.com. This particular site has a very robust free version. Obviously, they do have a paid version if you're very, very keen, but they have a robust free version, which is very, very cool to play with, and you can do very similar things to what I've just done there. So that's the first part about what I want to talk about here, numbers. The reason to do Twitter. I want to quickly talk about Twitter uh, in, in the context of Google Analytics because, and this is very, very important, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get too technical here, but I just want to mention this. Twitter is an extraordinary mechanism to drive traffic to your website. Now, the first question I need to ask is, are you measuring the traffic you're getting? Do you know how many people visit your website? And don't be embarrassed if you don't, because most people don't. Most people never get to this stage. They're measuring the traffic that comes to their website. But I can tell you for sure, that Twitter is my number one driver of traffic. Number one, always consistently number one. That's because I'm doing it all the time. There's a couple of others there, StumbleUpon, which is a cool site, Facebook and LinkedIn. I can tell you for sure 100% that Instagram never ever shows up on this chart for me. But Pinterest sometimes shows up on this chart. Google Plus sometimes shows up on this chart, but Twitter always shows up on this chart. And this is the amount of people that are coming to my website based on what social network they're using. So if that's of interest to you, I want you to maybe uh, double down and get a pen and paper and, and uh, get, get, um, get on with some of these ideas that I'm going to share with you. But I'm very, very happy to give you these PowerPoints at the end of the presentation. Uh, so that's enough of the, the why Twitter. I wanted to give you some compelling reasons why to do it, and there are compelling reasons. Remember, everything that I discussed thus far is free. There's no paying Facebook just to send stuff to your friends that you used to be able to do a year ago for nothing. It's absolute, everything I've chatted about today thus far is free. There's always a paid version. There's always a way to do more. Always a very strong free component. So getting started on Twitter is very, very simple. If you haven't done it before, the first thing you need to remember is you need to be a resource, write a strong bio, add a photo or graphic, remember the 80-20 rule, it's not all about you. The first thing you need to remember about Twitter, and this in itself is a, is a hard thing to get your head around, Twitter is the information network. Twitter is about sharing. So be a resource, not a salesperson. The second thing to talk about is you need to write a strong bio. Why would people follow you if there's nothing written here? I've seen people say, Google me. You know, I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a runner, I like pizza, uh, not necessarily in that order. I, I can't be bothered writing a bio. Just Google my name and all the information is there. But the question is, why would you? You're busy. You know, you've come across my profile. Does it attract you in the seven seconds that we have now to get people's attention? So inspire people to follow you with a strong, strong bio. The same thing could be said for adding a graphic or a photo. If you don't feel comfortable adding your own photo, then add a graphic. I, I feel completely comfortable with that idea because not everyone wants to put their face 
on their Twitter account. They don't. They might be concerned about privacy. They might not look at like looking at their image uh, all day every day. So create a compelling graphic that sort of alludes to what you do. You know, there's my photo. If you want to look at what I look like on a good day, uh, here's what I do. I'm the Twitter. I'm the Twitter dude. And that graphic indicates what I do. So add a graphic, add some photos or a photo, and there is evidence to suggest that you will get a substantial amount more followers doing this. The other thing to remember is the 80-20 rule. It's not all about you because Twitter is a branding mechanism. It's designed to build trust. It's a design to show people what you can do and then this selling actually comes in the form of maybe an email, maybe as a direct message, maybe as a conversation on a phone or you send them to another spot. So please remember the 80-20 rule and constantly share, constantly share great stuff so that when people come to your site, they go, this person knows what they're talking about and I want to do business with them. So that's the second idea of getting started. There's, the first idea was... Why would I bother with Twitter? The second idea is let's let's just get a, a bit of a, some runs on the board. One of the one of the things I want to talk about now, because this came up in the first uh, session on Friday, someone actually the exact question was: I do not use Twitter, but how many tweets do I need per day? That was the exact question, and I answered the question exactly accurate as I knew it which scared the shit out of her because it was 14 tweets a day. No one wanted to hear that. No one. Even Rachel gasped and Senker and I had a conversation about how, how she's going to keep up with 14 tweets a day. So using a little bit of my previous wisdom, I thought, why don't I focus on the times that we know are really powerful and tweet four times a day? This is based on robust research that's been done over and over and over again. So based on the research, we know for sure that if you tweet at times like this, slightly off the hour, maybe 8.06 or 104 or 4.15, 8.06, you want to be on the hour every hour. But the point is if you could use these types of times, you will get massive, massive traction. And, of course, if you've got the time, you can tweet on the hour every hour while you're awake, but no one has that time. These times are robust uh, times that 8am, let's play that out. 8am, you're sort of getting ready for work or you're at work and you just maybe haven't started yet. 1pm, it's lunchtime and you quickly zip out and you check. I'm talking about customer behaviour now. You, you quickly check your Facebook feed, your Twitter feed, your Instagram account, maybe your LinkedIn page. 4pm, you're thinking, you know what, I really want to go home. I can't go home. But there is significant evidence to prove that people zip out. Never smoke maybe a quick toilet break, and they quickly check their Facebook and Twitter. It's astonishing that people actually do this. And at 8pm, you've had tea, the kids are in bed, and you're sort of settling down before the 8.30 show that you like starts. And at 8pm, there's a lot of activity on Twitter. And the, the big question here is, well, what, what do you mean by 8am? 8am where? In New Zealand, in Australia, in New York? So the question there is, where are your clients? Where are your clients? And do a time zone based on where they are. And I'm going to come back to this graph again. So 
if, for instance, you've decided that Japan is where your market is and that a lot of people come to your B&B and they're from Japan and you'd like to do some tweets to try to capture that, then you need to do your tweet based on 8pm Japan time. What, what time is it in Tokyo now? That's, that in itself is a mind spin. That's why I, I talk about the idea that Twitter is the global village. Now, at, at the moment, you probably already know this, we're two hours behind you. It's only about 2.30 here now. So, you know, everywhere in the world has got a slightly different time zone, so you need to factor that in when you tweet. It's fine if you're tweeting for your own town. That's a totally different story. But if you're tweeting for the, the Americans or the Canadians or the Spanish, the Mexicans, you need to work out what time it is in the time zone that they like and factor in these times because we know from robust studies these are the times that people like to tweet or more importantly read other people's tweets and of course that's what it's all about so that that picks up on the idea of that questioning well what time should i tweet and what sites should i use to do it that was the second part of the question i personally love Buffer. i just love this site it has a very, very robust, and I'll use that phrase a bit over the course of the hour. It's got a very robust free version, so you can have a bit of a play with it. You can have it, you see if you like it. And then the actual pro version is $10 US a month. It's very, very, very comprehensive. It does heaps and heaps of things. It's not very expensive, and it's, I personally love it because it's simple, it's cheap, and it really, really fits into my lifestyle. But many people in the social media game prefer Hootsuite. And I get that. I personally don't like it. But, uh, lots and lots and lots of my friends love it. And it's a very good alternative to Hoots, uh, to Buffer. And it does a lot more. Like Buffer really is famous for Twitter. It's made it super simple, super quick. Hootsuite is really good for all of the social media sites. But because of that, it doesn't do really anything really well but it does everything that you need and it only costs i think 7.95 a month so it's of us so it's not a bad alternative to the, the social media game because the big question we have now that there's 12 social media sites is how are we keeping up with all this and what are the sites that are working so We've talked about the idea of why Twitter, we've talked about getting started, we've talked about how to do the tweets and how often to do them and what sites to use to do them. I want to talk a little bit about my formula. This is my personal formula for Twitter. I, I invented this myself just simply to make sense of the whole process. Most people are really struggling with the idea, of, well, what do I do on Twitter? I've set up my account, I've got buffer sorted out, and I'm tweeting a couple of times a day, but how do I get interaction? How do I get engagement? How do I get people into the, the fold? So the really powerful idea here is, one, follow first. That in itself is heresy. Most people think, hang on, Twitter's about people following me. I, I, why should I follow people? I'll tell you about that in a minute. Follow back. When people follow you, make the time to, to sort of see who they are and follow them back and follow up. You know, you, you've just had some really funky person from Tokyo follow you. Well, why don't you say hello? Maybe they want to come to New Zealand and, and go on your jet boat or you'll come to your restaurant and visit your B&B &B or, you know, be part of the team. 
So it's about engagement. What I'm talking about here is quite an advanced strategy. It's about engagement. Let me decode. So follow first. Follow. This is my strategy. I actually personally invented this idea. Follow 30 people a day for 30 days. I actually created a little system for that. Twitter 3030. So if you do the math on that, you follow 900 people a day, oh, sorry, 900 people every month. But, but of those 900 people you follow, three to 400 of them will follow you back. And then you've got permission to start dialogue. It's really, really compelling. This particular strategy will probably only take you, I jokingly say, as long as it takes to boil the kettle. Boil the kettle and that's the time that it takes you to follow 30 people a day. And if you get in the zone, you're going to get three or 400 active, creative people wanting to follow you and engage with you about what you're doing. There's a variation on this which might not suit everyone, but if you're really interested in this idea, I personally recommend you follow 60 people a day for 60 days. Uh, that takes about 10 or 15 minutes a day. And if, within that time frame, you will have followed 3,600 people in the 60 days, and you will get probably 1,800 to 2,000 new followers. This is real people. These are not those fake scammers that you, you, you hear about. This is 1,800 real people. Remember, we've got 310, potential, 310 million potential people to choose from. And Twitter is a really underutilised service. So there's a little bit of homework if you're really into this idea. But if not, maybe go back to the 30 people a day. Uh, the follow back idea is really interesting because a lot of people, as they say, well, hang on, I, I, I'm to be followed. I, I joined Twitter because I want to be followed. I, I'm not particularly interested in following others or following back. But there is really, really, really major evidence to prove that if you follow back and engage with someone, that's when the magic really starts. And of course, this takes time, and I apologise for that. There's no way around that. But if you can engage with the people that have followed you, that's where the miracles happen. You know, they followed you for a reason. They might be interested in your feed. They might be interested in your country. They might be interested in what you're doing. You might be sharing cool photos. Maybe your bio was so compelling that they felt compelled to, uh, to follow you. So following back is really the essence of where the, the magic happens because that, that is where you actually start talking to real people in their time. And the, where the... Where the, this all fits together, where the rubber hits the road, as I call it, is when you start following up with those scenarios. You, you followed a few people each day. You followed back a few people each day. Now you're starting to chat to these people as a DM, like a private message on Facebook. It's very, very important that you start DMing people, talking to people. Anyone that's followed me throughout the course of this six-day period has noticed that I'm now starting to chat to them. I've shared a few photos and I've gone in deep and shared a couple of stories in the DM uh, format, private messages that no one else can see. And that's my way of saying, well, thanks for following me. Thanks for tweeting some of my stuff. Keep it going. Let me know how I can help. If you want the PowerPoints, let me know. Now, of course, this all takes time and that's the one miracle ingredient that we, a lot of us don't have. But if, if at all you've been inspired by some of what I've talked about today, I have decided to put all of this into a book, which I call Crack the Twitter Code. 
And I'm in the process of completely redoing that book, which will be available very soon. At the moment, the book is available on twittertipsfortourism.com. It's completely free. There's no strings attached. There's no upsell. There's just a free book, which is attached to a 10-part podcast series. Because as you can tell, I don't mind talking. So uh, podcast series, 10 parts, free ebook. Uh, that will basically take you to the next level if Twitter is of all at all of interest to you. Here is my contact details. Uh, this is what my name is on Twitter. If you've ever done Twitter before, it's twitter.com forward slash Keith Keller. If you're on Twitter, it's simply at Keith Keller. My email address, my company name is globalsocialmediacoaching.com. So my email address is Keith at globalsocialmediacoaching.com. That's uh, an easy way to find me. Please email me if you want a copy of the PowerPoints. I'll be recording this. And so uh, I'll get a copy of the video. I'll get a copy of the audio. Uh, Rachel and I are in, uh, discussing how we're going to process that so that we can share this story and keep the learning going. And again, there's a link to the, uh, the free ebook. I personally wanted to thank you for listening to me for the last 45 minutes. I don't mind hearing myself talking, but you're the ones that have to put up with me. So thanks so much for, uh, for that. And if, you look, if you're really, really, really interested in Twitter, I'm very, very happy to help because I love it. I do it all day. I do it every day, even Sundays. And as I said, if you want to get that book, it's completely free. And I'm very, very happy to have you download that or to email you the PowerPoints. 